welcome to the garden. Welcome to this week's episode of The Garden. I'm so glad that you're joining me. If you're new, welcome. Happy first day of spring. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for supporting. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. So The Garden is a place where things can grow, and I love this because I really feel like I get to grow with you guys, and so today's topic is springing forward in honor of the first day of spring. You know, the weather's getting nice. If you're up in the Midwest, some places you've already had good weather, but in Indiana, the weather is finally getting nice. The sun is shining. The birds are making a lot of noise in the morning, so you can tell that spring is here. And I just want to have a conversation with you all today about springing forward and what that means. Um, Really, when I was thinking of this topic, I should say, the words fear and competition kept popping up. So we'll touch that just a little bit today. Also, in honor of springing forward, the Garden Podcast has officially launched a website. Yay! So this is huge because so far we've been connecting with our audience through social media sites and now we are actually launching a website where you can go and listen to some of our favorite songs and it ain't all gospel, just so y'all know. And you can check out previous podcast episodes and you can request for your favorite host to join you for an interview, keynote address, any business matter you need, there's a page to contact us. So thank you guys for the journey. Thank you for people who kind of checked in on us and made sure we were getting this thing up and running and yeah, good stuff. So another thing before we jump into today's conversation, today is, and really the last couple weeks have been a bit challenging. Um, We've lost two friends in the last week, Charles and Crystal. And so we just send so much love to their families, their friends. Um, Life is hard. Life is already hard. And then you lose someone that you love, someone that you know and appreciate, someone that is a ball of energy, someone who's a motivator to you. And it just feels like life gets that much harder. So for any of our listeners who may have been affected by those losses, we love you. We are sending out prayers and energy and just love to you during this time. Okay, let's jump into today's conversation. So it's been a while since we've had a Bible-based discussion. So today we're going to do that in the context of understanding how we want to spring forward in our lives and what that actually means. So if you're reading with me, we're going to read from Ephesians 4. I personally like reading the message version sometimes. Sometimes I like reading the new life version. Sometimes I read King James. Sometimes I read um, NIV. Today, I'm going to read the New Life version, so that's the NLV, just to 
make it more, um, I guess, understandable for maybe people who don't like the King James or just to make it more translatable. Okay. So we're at Ephesians four and we're starting at chapter one. Now, one thing I want to say that I love about this. So I've been in a season in my life where I feel like I've just been springing forward. And sometimes I have conversations with friends and colleagues and I just keep, you know, reiterating, I cannot afford to go back. And sometimes I think we forget where we've come from and sometimes we forget how hard we've had to fight to get someplace and we easily slip back. And my biggest frustration a lot of times with myself and with others is when people know what to do, they know the right decisions to make, they can tell other people the right decisions to make, but then they constantly are slipping back. So for me, that was my journey with purity. I would be leading Bible studies, I would be leading small groups, I would be praying for people, I would be in the church three, four days out the week, I would have all the Jesus juice Facebook posts, just all of that stuff. I will have it all like it just I just knew what I was supposed to be doing when it came to honoring God with my purity. But I still would slip. And not only would I slip, but I would then try to justify that it was a slip. And so I I think about those those times where it was like I kept falling back instead of springing forward and really being able to spring forward is a sign of growth. Because if you spring forward and then bounce right back, did you actually grow or did you just move, right? I think about a tree. When a tree is planted and it's growing, you don't see it get three feet tall and then shrink down to a foot and then get four feet tall and then shrink down to two feet and then get six feet tall and then shrink down to three feet. And the next thing you know, it's 20 feet tall, but then it's shrinking down to 16 feet. You just don't see it. When a tree grows, it grows in one direction and that's always up. Now, the branches may lean a little bit, the trunk may tilt a little bit, but you don't see this back and forth growth. It just moves forward. And that's what I want for us in this season of life as we kick off this new spring season, this new season of career change, college preparation, this new season of healthy relationships, physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. I want to see us spring forward like the growth of a tree, okay? So we're gonna jump into Ephesians 4. And I'll start reading, and if you're reading along, great. If not, that's okay. So 4.1 says, I'm being held in prison because of working for the Lord. I ask you from my heart, to live and work the way of the Lord expected you to live and work. So the way that the Lord expected them to live and work, and this is written to the Ephesians church, right? So it says, live and work without pride, be gentle and kind, do not be hard on others, let love keep you from doing that. And I love this because I feel like the honest reality is our flesh, our mindset, our preferences, our personality is not going to help us do that. It's just not going to help us be gentle and be kind. It's not going to help us to not be proud. Those things actually sometimes 
encourage us to do that. My personality may say, I have a certain way that I've done things in the past. It's always worked for me. I don't like change. I want to keep it that way. Is that gentle and is that kind when you're working with other people? Is that prideful when you're working with other people? So I love that verse two literally says, let love keep you from doing that. Verse three, work hard to live together as one by the help of the Holy Spirit. Then there will be peace. This is always a good reminder for me because I often can find myself making it me and then others, especially if I don't like somebody. I am just, it's not a good thing, but I am so good at making sure that you know that it's me and then you. And so that is something that I want to work on in life because it's not kind and it's not gentle. And for me, it is a defense mechanism because when I meet people, I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I will love on you. I will support you. I will show up to your events. I will pray for you. I will offer resources to you. I will lend my time. I will lend my talent. I give so selflessly when I meet new people. And a lot of times I'm like, come here, like, let me hug you. Let me be in community with you. What do you need? How can I support you? But once you screw me over, I'm like, there is no conversation. I just need you to be away from me. I don't need you to speak to me. I don't need you to give me a hug. I don't need you to be trying to sit down and have lunch with me. The answer is just no. That is not gentle and that is not kind. And I know that because there is a way to set up boundaries without being mean. There is a way to set up boundaries in which the other person feels that that boundary protects them and not isolates them, right? So I love that the scripture tells us to be one, to work hard, to live together as one by the help of the Holy Spirit, because y'all, we just can't do it on our own. So springing forward in this season, are there people that you need to be kind to? Are there people that you need to be more gentle with? Are you extending grace? Because that's what it boils down to. Are you humble enough to say, yes, you did this, but I can still work with you. I can still support you. As though you've never done whatever it is that I think you did wrong, okay? So what season are you in with that? Are you able to get past those hurdles so you can spring forward? And not necessarily springing forward with that person, but springing forward internally. Is your spouse driving you crazy? I'm going to pause there because I know that that is hard, When you have to go home to somebody who's driving you crazy, but are you doing your best to live in unity and harmony with your spouse? Are your children on your last nerves? Are they asking you for more money? Are they asking you for more time? Are they making mistakes that you're like, you know better? Are you able to live in unity and harmony with them? 
Is your boss on your last nerves? Do you have a difference of value, a difference of opinion, a difference of work style that is stopping you from being able to be in unity at work? How can you get over that so you can spring forward in this season? Is your roommate not paying their bills, not keeping the house as clean as you would like, not contributing to the groceries and the maintenance of the unit? And is that driving you crazy, right? There's so many different areas of our life. Is McDonald's getting on your nerves because the ice cream machine is always broke? And clearly you can tell that is a sore spot for me. But I say all that to say, what is in your life that could be holding you back from springing forward? Are there areas of your life where you feel like you move forward and then somehow you shrink? You move forward and then somehow you shrink. Maybe you're that tree that was planted in fertile soil that is trying to grow. And every time you turn around, you feel like you're relapsing. You feel like you're taking a step back. What is it in your life that is stopping you from springing forward in true growth? And so I love that some of these things in Ephesians um, are highlighted specifically so that we can think about, are any of these things stopping me from springing forward? So back to the scripture. Let's jump down to verse seven. Loving favor has been given to each of us. We can see how great it is by the gift of Christ. The holy writings say, when Christ went up to heaven, he took those who were held with him and he gave gifts to men. When they say he went up, what does it mean? But that he had first gone down to the deep parts of the earth. Christ who went down into the deep also went up far above the heavens. He did this to fill all the world with himself. So the one thing I love about this is I think sometimes we make this conversation about heaven so like superstitious and like like this mystical, like, are we ever gonna really know what it's like? And we try to conceptualize heaven. And I love that this plainly says the same way that Jesus came to earth, he also went up to the heavens. The same way that God wanted His presence down here on earth is the same presence that he will have in heaven. So my goal and my heart for all of us is to just live like we know that Jesus wants to walk this earth, period. And so what that means is that if we know that he walked this earth, we know that he is consistently here with us and that he will always have a presence. So just trust that when you're springing forward, your circumstance may not look ideal, But just know Jesus is on earth just as he is in heaven. When you're trying to spring forward and there are people in your way or there are obstacles in your way, maybe your finances are stopping you from springing forward. Maybe some church hurts are stopping you from springing forward. Maybe, you know, lies or word curses that were spoken over you as a child are stopping you from springing forward. The thing that I love about Ephesians is it reminds you the same God that y'all think about in heaven when y'all praying and like, Lord, I'm gonna get to heaven one day is the same God that is on this earth with you. So jumping down to verse 11, Christ gave gifts to men. 
He gave to some the gift of missionaries, some preachers, others to be preachers who go from town to town. He gave other gifts to be church leaders and teachers. And these gifts help his people work well for him. And then the church, which is the body of Christ, will be made strong. So verses 11 and 12, essentially they just define or kind of highlight this fivefold ministry. And it talks about everybody being given a different gift. If the missionary does what the missionary is supposed to do, the missionary can spring forward. When you use your gifts, your God-given gifts at that, you move yourself forward even when you don't think about that or when you're not even trying to because God packaged you so specifically that you're designed to spring forward. So in this season, I'm going to encourage you as you work on getting things out of your way, removing the roadblocks, removing the speed bumps, however you want to identify those little nuggets that get in the way of you springing forward. I also want to encourage you to use your gifts springing forward. If you have a gift to connect with people, do that. Don't let the enemy come up in here and block you from connecting with people. Personal story, when I was um, maybe 21 years old, I was new to being in church community again because in college I had been a part of church ministries that hurt me to the core. And if we're being honest, every time I think about who those leaders were, I still get irritated. I got saved, but I ain't stupid. I still get irritated. I still remember what it was like to just be in so much turmoil with them for years and that be the group that was trying to help me get closer to God. So I remember when I first joined a church group, um, my first meeting there, I looked at all of these women and I was like, just so y'all know, I don't want to be here with y'all. I just don't. I don't want to be in community. I'm not trying to be vulnerable. I'm not trying to be transparent. I don't want to hang out with any of y'all. I don't want to talk to any of y'all outside of this group. I don't even want to tell you my personal business. And you know what that was about? That was me covering up a hurt that had happened to me that was blocking me from being in connection with other people, okay? Being in connection with other people. That is one of my gifts. And the enemy had used a church or, excuse me, a, a college ministry to block me, to literally get in my way of wanting to connect with people. So you have to know what your gifts are. You have to know that your enemies will try to block you from using those gifts. But I love that the scripture tells us Christ gave gifts to the men. He just gave us gifts and he wants us to use those gifts to glorify him and to strengthen the body of Christ. The last part, it really starts to talk about maturity and then we're going to wrap this conversation up, okay? So starting at verse 13, all of us are to be as one in the faith and in the knowing the son of God. We are to be full grown Christians standing as high and complete as Christ himself. Now, let me be clear. 
This is not saying stand up and puff your chest out and walk around like, you know, Christianity is the only way. Christianity is the best way. And anybody else, you just don't get it because you're not like Christ. This ain't that. This is saying hold yourself to the same level of integrity, the same level of compassion, the same level of grace and mercy and love and friendliness and family and family oriented style like lend yourself hold yourself to that same standard that Jesus tried to walk out when he was on this earth okay it's not saying that you're above anybody it's saying try to rise to the occasion get yourself together get yourself to a place where you're not holding grudges where you're not talking bad about somebody or gossiping were you not being gluttonous with your food were you not just throwing money away get yourself to a place where you can say, I actually am living or trying to live as best as possible the same way that Jesus did, okay? Verse 14, then we will not be children any longer. So 13 says grow. 14 says this is maturity. This is your springing forward. It says, verse 14, children are like boats, thrown up and down on big waves. They are blown with the wind. False teaching is like the wind. False teachers try everything possible to make people believe a lie. So what is this saying? Kids, imagine playing with kids on the playground. One moment you run around, you're my best friend. Come play on the slide with me. As soon as you don't let me go down that slide first, now I'm running and crying to my mama or running and crying to the teachers, right? One day you go in, you best friends with Sally. Y'all playing in the clubhouse together. The next day she then found a new friend and now there's no more room for you in the clubhouse. Just blown with the wind. As an adult, one season of your life, you like, you know what? I'm gonna do really good with my finances. The next season of your life, you done blew your finances at the casino. Now you can't pay your rent. In relationships, especially those that are young and dating and trying to do the honorous thing for God. It's like one day I'm going to be talking like, you know what? I'm not going to engage in sex. We are going to pursue purity. The next day you talk about some, yeah, we have sex, but I mean, it's cool. It was just an itch I'm trying to scratch. It's like, you're just so left and right. And God is like, get centered. Let your roots be centered. And even if your branches lean a little bit, let it be because it was leaning towards growth. This is what I love about trees. And then we're going to wrap up. This is what I love about trees. Sometimes people think that when trees are leaning, if you've ever paid attention to a tree, you will notice that the trunk of it and the branches can sometimes appear to be leaning in a certain direction. And that tree may look weak to you. It just may look weak. You might be like, oh, wow, something's wrong with that tree. Why did that trunk grow straight up? But trees don't all grow straight up for a specific reason. And if you've ever studied this, then you know it's because the branches lean towards the place where they can get the most sun. I'm going to say that again. The branches lean towards the place where they can get the most sun. So while it may look weak and it may look like it's leaning, it's actually connected most to the source of nutrients. What are you connected to today? 
What is your sign? What are you leaning towards? Are you leaning towards a place that is fulfilling and nutrient filled where there's grace and there's gentleness and there's kindness? Or are you leaning towards a place that is just dry and dead and your leaves will wither? Think about this season as you spring forward and your trunk is starting to grow. Think about how you want to be solid. You want to be leaning towards the place where your help, where your um, provision will come, right? You want to not be like a child. We're getting to a place where God is like, you just don't need to keep relapsing. You don't need to be like the wind, just blowing every which way. He wants us to be focused. And when we take time to say, I will create a plan for how I will spring forward, then we find so much happiness and so much hope and so much peace. So that is my heart for you today. Please, please, please chime in if you have any questions. I'm going to go ahead and pray out and then send you guys on your way. So dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today's word and I thank you for everything written in Ephesians chapter four. I thank you that we got to break down this word today. I thank you that when we're planted, you know how we'll grow. And so I just pray that from this moment forward, as we enter into spring, that we continue to spring forward that we just continue to spring forward, that we are not prideful, that we are gentle and kind, that we work to be in unity as much as possible, that we trust the gifts that you have given us and only us, and that we choose to mature in our faith and in the practicality of our faith. Let us walk this thing out. Lord, we love you. We lift your name up. Amen. All right, y'all. We will catch y'all next week.